0: Hello and welcome to Bible365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you are well and that you've had a fantastic week. Now, we are on to day 280 of the programme and we're going to be reading from Isaiah chapters 37 through to 38 and also into the New Testament with the whole of Philippians 3. And a very warm welcome to you if it's the first time that you've been listening or watching one of our podcasts and videos or if you've been with us for a long time, it's great to have you with us. And uh, if you do, uh, if you're starting today, then please start on day one and there'll always be a video and a podcast ready for you. So all you need to do is scroll down on whatever podcast platform you're using or on YouTube and it will take you to day one and then you can start from there. So let's get started with the word of God, Isaiah chapter 37. When King Hezekiah heard this, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and went into the temple of the Lord. He sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and the leading priests, all wearing sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amoz. They told him, this is what Hezekiah says, this day is a day of distress and rebuke and disgrace, as when children come to the moment of birth and there is no strength to deliver them. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the field commander, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to ridicule the living God, and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant that still survives. When King Hezekiah's officials came to Isaiah, Isaiah said to them, Tell your master, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard. These Those words with which the the underlings of of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Listen. When he hears a certain report, I will make him want to return to his own country and there I will have him cut down with the sword. When the field commander heard that the king of Assyria had left Mahish, he withdrew and found the king fighting against Libna. Now Sennacherib received a report that tahaka the king of Cush, was marching out to fight against him. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah with this word. Say to Hezekiah king of Judah, do not let the God you depend on deceive you when he says, Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. Surely you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries, destroying them completely. And will you be delivered? Did the gods of the nations that were destroyed by my predecessors deliver them? The gods of Gozan, Haran, resaph and the people of Eden who were in Tel Assar. Where is the king of Hamath or the king of Arpad? Where are the kings of Lair, Servavim, Hena and Eva? Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all the words Senator Eve has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste all these peoples and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them. For they were not gods, but only wood and stone, fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord our God, deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are the only God. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Because you have prayed to me concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This is the word the Lord has spoken against him. The virgin daughter Zion despises and mocks you. Daughter Jerusalem tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have ridiculed and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers, you have ridiculed the Lord. And you have said, with my many chariots, I have ascended the heights of the mountains, the utmost heights of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars, the choicest of its junipers. I have reached its remotest heights, the finest of its forests. I have dug wells in foreign lands and drunk the water there. With the soles of my feet, I have dried up all the streams of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago, I ordained it. In days of old, I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass. That you have turned fortified cities into piles of stone. Their people, drained of power, are dismayed and put to shame. They are like plants in the field, like tender green shoots, like grass sprouting on the roof scorched before it grows up. But I know where you are and where you come and go and how you rage against me. Because you rage against me and because your insolence has reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bits in your mouth and I will make you return by the way you came. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by itself and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap plant vineyards and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant and out of Mount Zion, a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it, for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. Then the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, they were all the dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshipping in the temple of his god, Nisroch, his sons, Ajamelech and Sherezar, killed him with the sword and they escaped to the land of Ararat and Esarhaddon, his son, succeeded him as king. Isaiah chapter 38. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, this is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, because you are going to die. You will not recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life. And I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. This is the Lord's sign to you that the Lord will do what he has promised. I will make the shadow cast by the sun go back the 10 steps it has gone down on the stairway of Ahaz. So the sunlight went back the 10 steps it had gone down. A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after his illness and recovery. I said, in the prime of my life, must I go through the gates of death and be robbed of the rest of my years? I said, I will not again see the Lord himself in the land of the living. No longer will I look on my fellow man or be with those who now dwell in this world. Like a shepherd's tent, my house has been pulled down and taken from me. Like a weaver, I have rolled up my life and he has cut me off from the loom. Day and night, you made an end of me. I waited patiently till dawn but like a lion he broke all my bones. Day and night you made an end of me. I cried like a swift of thrush. I moaned like a mourning dove. My eyes grew weak as I looked to the heavens. I am being threatened, Lord, come to my aid. But what can I say? He has spoken to me and he himself has done this. I will walk humbly all my years because of this anguish of my soul. Lord, by such things people live and my spirit finds life in them too. You restore me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love, you kept me from the pit of destruction. You You have put all my sins behind your back. For the grave cannot praise you. Death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. The living, the living, they praise you, as I am doing today. Parents tell their children about your faithfulness. The Lord will save me, and we will sing with stringed instruments all the days of our lives in the temple of the Lord. Isaiah had said, prepare a poultice of figs and apply it to the boil, and he will recover. Hezekiah had asked, what will be the sign that I will go up to the temple of the Lord? And now we'll go into the New Testament. and they put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reasons for such confidence, if someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law of Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church. As for righteousness, based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. May God bless the reading of his word. Amen. I have to say, that's one of the most powerful bits of scripture I've ever read. I could really feel the Holy Spirit come through me as I as I read that. I'm just going back up to the, the bit here when it says, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. It is incredible, absolutely incredible. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, our Father in heaven, and to the Holy Spirit, Lord, we thank you for this time together, for a chance to read your word. We pray, Lord, let the word sink into our hearts. Lord, we pray for the renewal of our mind, body and soul, everything that we are, Lord, through your incredible holy word. Lord, we thank you for the weeks that we've had, for every good thing, Lord, and in the times that have been difficult, where we've tried and where we've failed. Lord, we ask that you would forgive us our sin and help us, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for you have delivered On every promise, you are the true God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Alpha and the Omega. And now you stand at the right hand side of Father in heaven. Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today for day 280 Bible 365 and I'll be back again with another reading very soon. Have a wonderful week and may God bless you. Bye-bye.